Greetings and welcome to Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank, where we uncover hidden gems of understanding in the Word of God. Did you know that humans are unable to understand the rich meaning of the Bible unless God opens their eyes to it? Try as they might, people can read and reread the sacred text and yet never grasp the deep underlying instruction from God's holy book. They may discover surface details, but the deeper truths of Scripture must be unlocked to trusting minds. The NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible explains, quote, Without the Lord's intervention, we will miss the wonderful treasures in the Word, end of quote. Bible readers must discover the frame of mind that God requires of inquirers. This digging deeper searches for this key to understanding. Our primary text is, Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Psalm 119, verse 18. Notice that it's a prayer request from a believer who already had sufficient spiritual insight to recognize that he was still missing the even deeper significance of Scripture. He realized he was impeded from beholding wondrous things. That impediment was sin. Adam Clark's commentary on the Bible elucidates, quote, The Holy Scriptures are plain enough, but the heart of man is darkened by sin. The Bible does not so much need a comment as the soul needs the light of the Holy Spirit. Were it not for the darkness of the human intellect, the things relative to salvation would be easily apprehended. End of quote. A spiritual prognosis will specify what needs attention. Joseph S. Excels, the preacher's complete homiletical commentary, details the human condition further. One, that man by himself cannot see wondrous things. The Hebrew phrase is, unveil mine eyes, implying that man is spiritually blind, Revelation 3.17, Job 11.12. By sin, Ephesians 4.18. By reason of ignorance, by reason of self-conceit, 1 Corinthians 8, verses 1 and 2. And by reason of prejudice and disaffection, Luke 16.14, 2 Corinthians 4.4. And two, that man is not only thus naturally blind, but lacks that divine light which can alone reveal and illuminate the sacred mysteries. Man is both blind and in the dark. His, therefore, is gross darkness. That this blindness, number three, and darkness are universal. The psalmist's case before his prayer was not the exception, but the rule. End of quote. Looking closer. Taking a closer look at some words used in our text will expand our understanding. The word open has the sense of unveil. The Dake Reference Bible notes that the Hebrew word is gala, Hebrew 1540. Unveil, uncover, remove that which hinders sight. Psalm 119, verse 18, and Numbers 2231. End of quote. Dake's illustrative verse, Numbers 22:31, comes from the account involving Balaam when his donkey spoke to him. The Lord had to open Balaam's eyes to see an angel standing with a drawn sword, causing him to bow his head and fall flat on his face in submission. Balaam had been blinded, 
by his willfulness and sin. The Bible is veiled to those who do not have eyes to see. Until one submits to God in repentant obedience, the meaning of sacred text remains veiled. We need to pray for insight beyond our abilities. The Cambridge Bible for Schools and Colleges explains this word open, quote, Natural sight is unable to discern the mysteries. Compare Psalm 119, verse 27 of Divine Revelation. Hence, this prayer for the removal of the veil from his eyes. Compare 2 Kings 6, 17, a different word, and Ephesians 1, 17 to 18, end of quote. The Apostle Paul's conversion illustrates this process. From Acts 9, verses 17 and 18, And Ananias went his way and entered into the house, and putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared to you in the way as you came, has sent me, that you might receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received sight forthwith, and arose and was baptized. From that point on, Paul had eyes to see. He became one of the most effective first century apostles, writing 14 of our New Testament books, employing this spiritual insight. The word behold in Psalm 119 verse 18 means discern or see clearly. The author asked God to enable him to understand God's revelation as he intends. In his first recorded sermon, Jesus said one of the reasons for his ministry was the recovering of sight to the blind, Luke 4, 18. He will cure spiritual myopia. The word wondrous, too, has special significance. The ultimate cross-reference treasury defines this word as, quote, the wondrous spiritual truths that lie beneath the letter. End of quote. Bible readers will discern surface teachings, but to grasp the deeper issues, submissive prayer is required. The ESV study Bible states that the wondrous things are, quote, probably the wondrous works recorded there and what they reveal of God himself. Verse 27, Exodus 3.20, Joshua 3.5, Psalm 78.32, and 145, verse 5, end of quote. The need for spiritual discernment. Some cross-references are enlightening. From 1 Corinthians 2.12-15, we read, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man." Paul's declaration about comparing spiritual things with spiritual refers to employing Scripture to interpret Scripture, one of the most important Bible study principles. These verses explain a major problem people have in reading the Bible today. They try to read it using man's wisdom instead of seeking God's wisdom provided by the Holy Spirit. Without that, the words of Scripture are foolishness to them because they are spiritually discerned. 
This accounts for much of the biblical skepticism, not only among the general public, but even among biblical scholars today. The word law at the end of our primary text does not refer only to God's Old Testament legislation. The Hebrew word Torah has the broader meaning of instruction or teaching. The Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown commentary expounds it as, quote, the wonders of the law, not only its deep mysteries, but its practical truths proceed out of it only to the spiritually enlightened, end of quote. This is what it takes for rightly dividing the word of truth, 2 Timothy 2.15. Unless we discern properly, we are apt to misinterpret Scripture and attempt to apply it in ways not intended by the author. Our primary text explains how Bible readers should discern the meaning of biblical truths to properly apply its teachings to their lives. The Need for Communication with God Albert Barnes' notes in the Bible explains God's law as, quote, out of the written word, out of the scriptures. The word law here is used to denote all that God has revealed to mankind, all that is contained in the volume of inspiration. The truths taught here are, one, that there are deep, hidden, secret things in the word of God which are not perceived by the natural man. Two, that those things, when understood, are suited to excite wonder or to fill the mind with admiring views of God. Three, that a special illumination of God is necessary when man may perceive these things. And four, that the proper understanding of these things is connected with prayer and can be hoped for only in answer to prayer. End of quote. This brings forward another vital key for Bible study. Before beginning one's daily Bible reading and study, students should pray that God will unfold its significance before the reader's eyes. David Guzik's Enduring Word Commentary elaborates, quote, In order to keep God's word, must we not pray to understand it? What then is this prayer? Not give me a plainer Bible, but open mine eyes to, to know my Bible. Not show me some new revelations beside the law, but make me behold the wonders of the law. Bridges, end of quote. So many clamor today for clearer, more modern translations of the Bible, when the chief problem is their spiritual blindness caused by sin. Our standard, classic English Bible, is clear enough to those who ask God to open their spiritual eyes. The pulpit commentary carries this thought further. Quote, To how many the Bible is all dark and dull, incomprehensible in many parts, and void of interest in others, it is because the films of sin and prejudice have rendered their eyesight dark and dull. Let their eyes be but opened, and they will behold not, as now they do, mere words, but wondrous things out of God's law. End of quote. With a submissive mind willing to respond to what is read, God will surely enlighten the reader to what is required to deepen one's relationship with him. Such readers will receive life through God's word. Psalm 119, verse 17. Bible study should be life-giving. Far too many never experience the word as God intends. Readers need to pray for open eyes so that the blinder of sin will be removed. Once Christians are in a harmonious relationship with Christ, spiritual blindness can be cured 
by this sincere request. Open thou mine eyes. This has been Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank. To learn more about the Bible and living a godly life, go to Living Education at lcgeducation.org, sponsored by The Living Church of God. We'll be right back.